What is even up? It's your boy Crabman here with my boy Heckenstein. <laughs> Welcome to the Hypnotic Hootout. How are you doing? Did you wait like for a second for me to, to say my name myself? No. Oh, okay. Felt, felt like it. I would never. That's not, that's <laughs> not how this intro goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheers. Ah. To another successful week. Survived, I suppose. Exactly. <laughs> hmm. you, did you ask me what, how my week was, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, the, I guess, more rhetorical, rhetorical question, being that I was here the whole week again. <laughs> I guess. Um, it was great, as always. <laughs> Some very good food you cooked. <laughs> very amazing food, to be honest. <laughs> it's true. Definitely one of the perks of uh, staying here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, lots of programming. We played, well, mainly Day of the Tentacle, basically yeah, Day of the Tentacle. Mostly that. And um, yeah. Now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, it was kind of a more. It was a more relaxed week, you know. After the last couple, I kind of got myself into this sort of, you know, avalanche of deadlines. Um, it was mm. nice, yeah. Which kind of, you know, puts me. I don't know if we talked about that last time or if I just told you this over the week. Um, this will be a question we can it's, ask more yeah. than once today, I think. Um, no, but I basically I, I get into a sort of constant, like always on, always putting out fires, always you know working on the next thing. That's You're feeling there's always something left that's not being done right now. Yeah, and it happened because there were actually a couple of deadlines I had over a very short. Mm amount of time and so I was in this mode of okay I gotta worry about the next thing okay now I gotta worry about the next thing and it kind of didn't stop mm -hmm. like also over um, that's why last week was pretty stressful and I also noticed that I can't turn that off really that I have to really force myself to not work because like in instinctively I like well well I could work on this or just prototype that or like to get into yeah kind of trick myself into doing more work by framing it as if it's a hobby. <laughs> and But yeah, no, that we have like a clear plan of what we want to do when, you know, that we have working hours basically and then we just hang out and relax. We kind of have to because, you know. So that did work. That, that works. Yeah. That, uh, you know. I just was like thinking of the, basically that what you're describing is crunch, right? Mm. Do you have a deadline and you reach it just to get the next deadline that's possible again? And then you go deadline to deadline and you overthink, like, next week I'll probably have free to relax. Yes. But if you get to the end of that deadline, you will land in the next. It doesn't stop. Yeah. Yeah, so that, um, that helped. I don't know. To kind of give each other structure, I guess, through... Hmm. I can't just go to my computer and work for fun because you need to be entertained with movies and stuff. Like that. <laughs> so <laughs> right. that would be rude. 
So yeah. <laughs> more time where you have to relax. And then I also keep yeah. you from working too long. Because hmm. you always wanna wanna go past the the set working hours. Not always. Only when I didn't get to start at the start we we talked about. You know? Well I feel like, like I have to remind you a lot that it's that it's time. <laughs> Well, to stop, not to start, of course, to stop. Today I did remind you, in fact. Oh, you, you already started cooking, right? <laughs> I was already starting. Well, anyway, so, yeah, it was a nice week. Getting, you know, getting into some new projects, or like thinking about it, what we're going to do next year. Yeah, thinking a lot about getting funding, right? Yes, yes, the... Uh, the German Games Fund uh, that opens on September 28th. Although there's no deadline, it seems. They're just going to let it run until it... The money's gone. Until the money's gone, I... But since it can go over multiple years, I guess it also replenishes. No, the, the money will be, like, taken away for the years it goes, the, the project. So they already, like, if they... And I assume if they have like the 50 million, was it 50 million per year? Yes. Yeah. If they have it like um, in projects, no matter how long the projects will go, mm -hmm. if like a project goes five years, they already know how much money they can expect from, from the funding at max. So that money is going to be fixed. And if the 50 million are gone for the year, that's when not sure when they're stops, gone, but, right? No, but uh, because in the, the stuff it says, and hello, Wendesil. <laughs> um, hey, hey. So like in their regulations, it said that the funding will now run until a new call is issued, but that the maximum is the end of 2021. So like it oh, goes okay. from now until the maximum length, if it isn't renewed in some form in between, would be uh, the year of the next, or like the end of next year, I hmm. guess. But it has to, it has to spend this year's fifty million because it's an annual budget. So I would think that you know next year, they have another fifty. They wouldn't get a hundred now. Yeah. Like it comes every year with the budget, so I would think that you know next year it should replenish again i guess or like they just did that in case they like they're gonna renew it anyway but they just put in like this extension for if something prevents them so that they're covered or something because hmm. it is interesting weird but i'd assume that they'll be easily able to Spend all that money on projects. Mm. For sure. For sure. But yeah, so that's that's something we're working on, figuring out what we're gonna do next. Yeah. Well actually. I guess. I have a really concrete idea actually, but um yeah, gotta write it out, explain it, make it make sure it fits the cultural test. Yeah, but that should be easy. Right? Yeah, I'm just saying that's so. What I'm doing is I'm working on that. <laughs> okay. I'm writing those things. Yeah, and sure, no, like of course I can, 
I can sell any old nonsense. That's that's not hard to say. Hmm. That this is about thematically about this, which is true even. Yeah. So it's uh, I guess you can always kind of exaggerate maybe or like sell it, right? You sell the value that you think this brings to the German cultural landscape. Basically. Just feels weird because we wouldn't usually talk like that. <laughs> or presume yeah. that it has oh what we're doing is cultural value. Yeah. Feels like it, it the other way around, right? You do something and then you gotta think about and then you just find something. out, oh yeah. wow. Find it out. Yeah. Basically. Now you have to like think about it in those terms and tell them why why is our stuff so very valuable. This will change the world. <laughs> Here's why. Yeah. So yes, that should be fun. There's still a lot of planning to do, and I think it's first first come first serve. That's why we're trying to just get in early. Hmm. Yeah. So let's see how that will go. But that's at least also fun to think about think, new things. I think last time I, I, it took me two months. Mm. To get a, all the planning and stuff just for the sketch for the first part you're <laughs> writing on now. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's see how far you, you get <laughs> before the deadline. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. I mean, the most difficult thing is like really the breakdown of what actually has to be done yeah. and how much it's going to cost. It's basically, it feels like you have to plan like every detail of the production beforehand and um, mm. I mean that's literally what you have to do yeah. uh, and that's <laughs> just that's just difficult because I'm kind of more of a yeah it's not your process right I think it's called a panzer someone who just panzer? goes for it okay <laughs> I just know that from from writing styles that whether you're a planner that you outline or a panzer just goes for it panzer in in the sense of a Tank? No, what? No, pants a pantser. Like I, I thought it came from pants. From that you kind of, you are. Isn't there like a saying with at the seat of your pants or something when you do something like the seat of your chair, at the edge of your chair, by the edge of your seat. I think something like by the might of Grayskull. By the seat of your pants. By the seat of your pants. Slang to describe something improvised or done based on prior experience or by feel. If you don't prepare for a speech but you just get up, improvise it. This is an example of when you're doing it by the seat of your pants. And I think that's what oh. pantser refers to, that you yeah, improvise. That's a fit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I usually like to do it. I'm not really... I don't know so much of what by the power of Grayskull. <laughs> um, so much of my process is like figuring it out as I go. I find it very difficult to say, first I will have to do these five mm. things and they will take this long. And because I'm, you know, I'm kind of used, I guess, from jamming to just start somewhere and just figure it out. Mm. And that's what I'm kind of comfortable with. And now I have to like think through what will I possibly encounter after mm. I've done this and kind of 
go along my decision tree and the possibilities that await me at each point yeah. <laughs> to kind of yeah figure that out oh man i can help you with this you know i i am definitely a planner <laughs> i uh, so. i'll probably uh, have to i mean you'll have to check all this stuff and like make it good anyway so it's <laughs> i'm just gonna throw in all the all the stuff i can figure out and then i'm sure you have like a lot of complaints about how you have to actually do this and you're very welcome to help me with that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you did help me with the game jam so it's my turn basically mm. Yeah, and I did write you the the paragraph about the cultural significance of mm. the wizard, which I think turned out very nice. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's always hard to me, like like when I start like writing or when I start working on on any bigger problem, like for example the safe system for. <laughs> The wizard which i did this week or worked on this week and i really need to to have a plan before i can start confidently i can't just like go for it and see where it takes me especially when coding it's really but it always means that i'm i'm like at least one day i'm just like thinking about how i want to start it not doing anything except like thinking about uh, planning it in my head and then there's usually a day where I start writing it down and then I start trying to implement it and usually that means I have changed most of the plan again right? I see <laughs> how the things actually work but somehow having a plan and knowing kind of how it will end even if there are some changes um, helps me helps me Tom Maybe because it makes makes it more like a like a task you get in school. <laughs> like you know, there's an answer for it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not good at that. It's it's also with um, with what was I gonna say? The power of Grayskull. Indeed. Um, I was about planning versus not really. Oh, right. With theater productions too, right? I have sort of an idea what I have to do. Yeah. Like talk to the actors, rehearse stuff, and I have to talk to marketing, and I have to figure out hmm. staging and certain things and some sound and whatever. Um, you know, talk with the set designer. I know I didn't have to do all these things, but I kind hmm. of... I just do them as they come, sort of what makes sense to me, and then towards the end, as I'm figuring out, okay, these are the concrete things that are missing, then I start making lists of, mm. okay, I have to do this, 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 and this still, but it only comes with sort of the pressure, <laughs> with the rest of things that, well, basically a lot of the main tasks are getting mm. done on sort of a by-feel basis, and then everything that's left over, the leftovers. They get mm. basically then properly Collected, uh, so that you don't miss anything. Yeah, okay. So nothing falls through the cracks, basically. That's but that's can, when I use a plan. That's kind of sound like most of the work will be done in the last phase. 
there's always a lot to be done in the last phase, but a lot of it is also already done. I mean, like, I think that I do in jamming, that once I've built the game, as far as I have it, I know, okay, mm. I have it six hours left or something, then I make a short list of, okay, I need this, I need this, I need this. But mm. it comes in the end, when I'm figuring out what's left, because I've done a lot of stuff by feel, not after a list or something, yeah. by feel, so I have to keep track, I need to then figure out a plan for the end. But I would find it difficult probably to do that in the very beginning and then stick to it. Yeah, you don't. You can't stick to it, of course. <laughs> I do do like just to, to create a plan, even if it's just like the start of the project, just like the biggest points, the first things I'm going to tackle. It doesn't have to be complete, but I need that list. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, the more you work on, on a project, the more like the tasks pop up and you just add them to the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I always... I hate to think that I, I could forget like a great idea for a game, for example, mm -hmm. just because I didn't write it down. But now I have like I, a million different sized notes about the wizard, for example. <laughs> I mean, that's, that started with the end of the game. I still had like a lot of lists <laughs> I didn't get to. So I have these and then all the stuff that I thought of in the between time and now, of course, <laughs> getting the new um, game ready, working on it, the next uh, points come to these lists and kind of got confused with you <laughs> doing this. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't even... I, I think I'd, I'd need a list for all the lists I've created for the wizard. <laughs> and then I can go list by list because it's just too much. So basically, you need a wiki. Nah, no wiki anymore. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, that is a list of lists now. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what, what I used to, to do with all the game designs before with Hypnotic All. Mm. I made you create. Did we have a wiki? Yeah, we had a wiki. We, we had one. In, in the start for our first huge project, we used a wiki as well. Yes. Yeah, that's what I did. That was my job for, I don't know. Oh, I liked the wiki. Four years. I, I thought that was nice to have that. It was also very nice on Metal Chaser, but I right. had extra fun with that because I wrote it myself. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. That's... It was the time where you wrote everything yourself that we need. It's it's fun. It was a lot of fun. It was weirdly, uh, I think, um, it was pretty robust hmm. for one of, be this being one of my first, like, PHP projects. Hmm. I had only started to learn that like in the in the middle of filming Nairu. Hmm. And I built a very rudimentary website where I put like tests up and I just did remember, an edit. Yeah. And then I think right after I did that, I wrote the Metal Chaser one. Hmm. So that was kind of uh, a lot of fun to learn a lot, and then it works. It just kind of with a with a forum, a wiki, with a Gantt uh, diagram generator. Out of the we had an issue tracker. You remember that? Huh. Sort of like yeah. what we use now. 
Yeah, we did. And you could like have that displayed, those tasks as, yeah. so you could have a list view or you could have a Gantt diagram view. Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, it's kind of, I still think that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. Makes me wonder if you, if we shouldn't like try to create or like to use the old old thing for for now. Yeah, upgrade it. I don't know. We have so much trouble with the to do lists and management software. Try a lot, and and nothing seems to really give me all the features I need. I guess we could write something like that. At least for free. I mean, no, actually, probably some paid um, software management stuff or project project management. Uh, software rather that we haven't tried but we could super do this <laughs> we could even because my thing what well, the first thing was yet yeah, now but the upside of these other things is that they have apps but the thing is you actually you could write that too it could be like html5 right this is actually not that hard it's actually kind of simple so Maybe we should do that. Mm. Maybe not for this project. The only problem <laughs> would be that we need to make backups. Because that's not that, a problem. If that's gone, then we have a problem. It's not a problem. I actually, mm. I also for... By the way, we have a Discord server. When is here. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to know that. Um, and... What did I want to say with that? The Discord. Why was I thinking of the Discord? Because you also uh, wrote this little chat for Hypnotical, Hypnotic oh, Chat. the backup stuff, right? Because yeah. I um, we do a couple of fun things with the, with the bot, with our Discord bot. Um, part of that is for moderation. Part of it is for, like, you know, making poll creation and stuff easier to greet people and mm. send them things and you know, to keep an eye on things. And I use a database of course for that. And I figured out, because I had to, a lot to figure out in writing this thing. That was actually a really fun programming exercise. Because there was a lot of like curing the Twitch RP it was so exciting to me to figure that out because I couldn't find like a real good tutorial for something mm. that I was looking for. So I just started to read the documentation, try to figure out how they do things and just to get the status of is a channel live because I wanted to check if we're streaming so that our bot can mm. post a reminder. Mm. And just to request that you need to like get an authentication token first. And you know, there's like they have these weird mechanisms of how it's working. I felt like such a hacker figuring that out. <laughs> It was so exciting to get like that JSON object mm. back that said "Is life true?" <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Well, that's good to know because uh, we want to make a Twitch integration for with Harder. Your RP knowledge could come in handy. Quite possibly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. And yes, I was going somewhere with this. Yes, and every, also a new thing I had to figure out is because I wanted to have the database backup because I'm a little bit confused by it. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, SQLite. SQLite. Mm -hmm. SQLite. Yeah. 
And that is a file-based database. Okay. So it's like, and it's one file where everything is in. And so I'm worried about it being corrupted. Yeah. And like we want to do something with like a leveling system or whatever, and it would be kind of sucky if that just got corrupted and lost. Yeah. And so I've never done much with Linux before. I think we've talked about that. But on that, where we host this, the virtual server, mm-hmm. um, that's a Unix-based uh, one. And so mm-hmm. I figured out how to do daily backups automatically on the thing. Nice. Like wrote a little script to create the backup because it's better to use the SQLite tool mm-hmm. because it sets the right permissions and so it doesn't isn't in the middle of being you know, accessed when you're trying to oh, copy right. it or something. Yeah, of course. So that helps with that. And so I had a script that executes that and then I've had to learn how to do cron jobs. Mm-hmm. And I was very confused by it because there's no real error output. And then I figured out that it had to do with paths and the backups that were being created in a folder that was one level up because it was executed from somewhere uh-huh. else. Right, yeah. I hadn't written the fixed path of the backup. And yeah, that yeah. was <laughs> that then you know, I was Googling like what could this be? What what's the error? And um then eventually I go uh a folder up and it's just full of backups because I had <laughs> written this so it doesn't overwrite its own name but to yeah. like append the date and then figure out what number it should be hmm. so that it's like if there's already one yeah a couple and I'm doing this only daily but I just had fun figuring things out so they look like kind of cool and professional hmm. I do like the look of the discord server it looks very professional yes now people just need to give me their pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wendell says he's already in the Discord. And there's a C library which a C sharp library which has also a Unity version for the Twitch API. Oh, okay. Played a bit with it. It makes the connection and data retrieving stuff relatively simple. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure there's there there are enough solutions. But yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it again, I, I get excited again. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like the, the Twitch interactions, and uh, I'd love to have like, the possibility for players to somehow influence the gameplay for the for the streamer. That would be also something fun to test and to develop. Like with, yeah. because obviously you you're gonna have to test all yeah. that. Someone has to like play around, and that would probably be super nice for. Yeah. Participation. Mm. So With unlock the dev streams. Apple, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are we blurry? Am I yeah, well, you are going in the front, so I guess maybe. No, but I like. But it's not auto uh, focus anyway, right? No, it's fixed, and I'm just. I feel like we're all compressed and pastelly everywhere. Well, <laughs> I guess it. It's fine. It's fine, probably, yes. So, yeah, but no, that's... I I found this figuring out fun because I figured it out quickly and I wasn't getting mm. frustrated. <laughs> because I think that's, that's sort of the... When we were talking last time about, like, abstract puzzle games, like Antichamber and stuff. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> because I also... I really loved... 
um, manifold garden hmm. as long as I, as I was getting through hmm. quickly. I don't know. I, I, I haven't. I, oh, I haven't actually talked about that yet because I finished it you after finished the it, right? after the uh, hootouts, um, and I was really annoyed with it. <laughs> Why? Why? Um, oh, we're looking good," says Vanessa. You look good too. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. First of all, I think I fell also into the trap of thinking the puzzles are going to be more clever mm. than they actually are. So, like, I for I had some I, I, very brainy approaches. I never value that. I just think I'm going just a different way than a developer thought of. <laughs> so, which which way is more clever? Partially, I was running around with some ideas where I was like, "Oh no, this is actually incredibly simple," but that was. <laughs> Also still fine. Hmm. The thing that tripped me up was one where I just could not find. Because usually the way I play this, I'm like, I just run around for a bit, I have a look. And I'm like, okay, hmm. what do I want to accomplish? And then I figure out how to accomplish it, right? And Are that was one. It? And there was one where I could not find what I was supposed to do. There were some stairs. That's that the up. worst part, right? If you don't know what to do. There was just, it felt like there was nothing. So there was a staircase, and of course this game repeats, like in all directions. Yeah. So they were endlessly repeated up, like a segment of it. Um, mm. And then it repeated every couple, I don't know, miles into that difference or whatever, uh, uh, distance. Mm. And I thought I had walked up the entire segment. I thought I went back to where it started to loop again. Hmm. And then I got confused and then I jumped down and I, uh, to fall past everything and check for, is there something? I fell in other directions to find hmm. it. And it took me forever and I couldn't find anything. And so eventually I do this again, right? I jump down and like flow past everything and suddenly I see, oh, there's a, there's one of those uh, things where you can put a cube in, yeah. like the receptacles or whatever. And, and it was on the stairs. And it was even, no, so what I tried to do was go on the other side of the stairs to walk them. And from right. there, I noticed that on the other side, from there that I came from, there was this thing. And so I was like, but... How could you miss that? Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess I didn't walk far enough or I assumed it had looped before it actually had or something. But I could never see this when I would jump around. Like it was so hidden <laughs> somehow not really, because all you had to do was walk up or down the stairs. But yeah, it was just, I guess, too much empty space. So then I got lost because I missed it once. And then I thought I had to look elsewhere. And so that was a bit annoying. But what really got me was I then had a glitch. So I get into a level where it's, you know, with the rivers that you have to kind of redirect um, okay. with those cubes. They had like arrows on them, if you remember. I don't think I've seen that part, but I can imagine. Yeah. Um, and you had to like power like a water mill that mm. then powers a bunch of gears and that's how the door opens. And Very practical design. And it basically it came out straight and the thing it had to go into was to the across uh, an abyss. Mm. Um, 
on another platform a little bit lower. And so you had to redirect it to the right ones and then to the left and build a bit of a bridge out of some floating blocks so it can flow all the way over there. Okay. The thing was, there were no cubes to redirect the flow. So there was a tree. There you always pick them like apples. And the tree just didn't have any cubes. So I could not redirect the water. Okay. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, there has to be a solution here. I want to get the water over there. I have two of those big floating blocks yeah, yeah. that fall into the direction when the gravity is active. Mm. And I thought, okay, maybe I have to use them somehow. And sometimes you have to like use the the repetition to get it somewhere. Like you can't get it straight over, but you can mm. get it on the one on the next iteration. Yeah. Um, and things like that. So I was trying to solve this puzzle. I was running around. I was like, maybe I'm missing something because then there's these dark blobs that mm. you that only disappear when you walk there. And I was like, is there something hidden here? And I did that for 15 minutes probably, which doesn't sound long, but it's a frustrating time when you're yeah. not advancing at all. Yeah. And so and then some for the second or third time, you know, I switch walls again to like look at it from a different angle, and suddenly. Mm there are apples in the tree, cubes in the tree, and the water is gone. And I'm like, what? How did that just happen? Because all I did was like... Yeah. And I was like, how did that activate it just now? <laughs> and then I noticed the water, I can still... I can hear it, but it's not there anymore. And then I mm. googled later and found out they have some glitches where they use... Um, the technology that they use uh, to render all these instances mm. that apparently some some graphics parts have problems with that mm. like when it gets too many or something i don't know what it is but that basically the way the cubes and the water is drawn yeah, that's the thing they said that's only one of both can be drawn at the same time somehow it had worked before. I think there's a weird glitch somewhere because mm. apparently that was in reference to a bug where all the cubes would be invisible from mm. the start. That's when they said that, but it also, you know, they have, I think they fixed it since then. Yeah, I think they fixed it like in May or something, but it seems to be still there because, yeah, in this one instant it happened. And when I, when I restart the game, then it's fine again. And I had a similar glitch also previously That's where I tried to walk fun. through a door and as soon as I was like, in the door there would be like just a gray face from a cube yeah. in my way and i couldn't pass through and i also had to first of all figure out that it's not a puzzle <laughs> because in an abstract game like i did feel weird yeah. and i didn't try for very long but the first thought yeah. is okay is this, is this something i'm supposed to solve um <laughs> <laughs> but then a restart just fixed it but at that point i was so frustrated and that i that i wasted time not because the game was cleverer than me or outsmarted me in some yeah, way, but because it was right. broken. Yeah. I wasted my time. Yeah. But completely. Happens, right? Yeah, that kind of wrecked it for me. And I know it's not the game's fault. And it's still I showed you the end. It's sadly in the kinda is it the game's fault, right? <laughs> I mean nobody can really fix all the bugs, but Yeah, but I mean it's it's probably not fair to say the game is bad. <laughs> because yeah. Of this, it's it's not working no, as intended. No, that doesn't have to be the conclusion. No, but it felt to me like that. I didn't like it anymore okay. <laughs> because now it was frustrating. And what was nice about it was a satisfying mm. thing, you know, that I got from like just the puzzles, how nice they are, uh, how cool mm. that mechanic is, how satisfying the movement, the falling, the sounds, the music, how everything is, mm. right? How satisfying the visual rewards are, and all that stuff. Yeah. 
And suddenly it wasn't satisfying, it was frustrating. And that wrecked the flow for me. I mean, the end kind of tainted the whole experience. A bit. Mm. But I mean, the end, that, um, that 2001 that could type be a thing. Topic as well, right? Frustrating. Bad bugs. game experience that ruined the game for you. <laughs> Experiences that ruined the game for you. Yes. Ah. Well, I mean, UX is kind of user experience, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah I think the the final thing the 2001 sequence mm -hmm. is really awesome and that kind of pulled me you know a bit up again and then also uh, realizing that I know the sound designer that was fun like mm -hmm. that not like we're friends or anything but uh, we met in Norway and then again on GDC um, that was cool it's always nice yeah makes you feel like I could do something like that we run the same party <laughs> no reason why I can't or more like if we need something awesome we know who to contact that of course too and yeah so overall it is a really cool game oh also the last the very last uh, puzzle was getting very tedious because of there I also was so confused where something is and at that point I didn't have the patience anymore mm. I mean probably not the, the confidence that you yeah. can't see everything now you, yeah exactly you, you know that you're playing against the game and the box <laughs> <laughs> that's discouraging yeah. so yeah but overall i think it's it's awesome and i'm sure that all these things are getting fixed all the time it also seems very specific to certain graphics cards hmm. um so barring any bugs i think that was really awesome it's a good game Thanks, Jana, Forex. Uh, recommending it. Recommending it. Yeah. Yes. So, so do do we have something else for chit chat, or is this our cue for going into the this week's games? I think that would be the cue. <laughs> that could could be if it would be the cue. It's kind of a nice transition as well from your experiences of that game to. Mm. So I'm clicking here just to update that. Yes. So for this week's reverse game jam, we had time control as the theme. And so we decided to play the Day of the Tentacle and Super Time Force. Respectively. Indeed. However. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> yes. However. Um, we had some trouble. We streamed this yesterday. It's very slow, if you want to check that out. <laughs> uh, very relaxed. Yes, so if you feel like this is a bit slow and boring, like you, you have seen nothing yet, this is us being on, you know, in performance <laughs> mode. It's our entertainer mode, basically. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I think we were just chilling. Just <laughs> So let's. So see. on the other hand, if this is too exciting for you, <gasps> well then check out. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Super yes. Time Force Ultra slash Day of the Tentacle. Everybody can hear everything. It was game maybe jam. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. And well, at least let me maybe mute this a bit because I don't think we need us double. Um, so the problem was. Wait, should I put us 
over the other image again. So it's not confusing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the real S now. The real timers, I suppose. Thinking, yeah. Well, anyway, so we checked out briefly um, Super Time Force. But the problem was, as we were streaming, uh, we had to figure out how to hook up the controller. And so we did that with my Steam Link. Uh, because we are some ways away from the computer here. Um, and somehow the game, or somehow the link, maybe jumbled up the controller layouts. It's really confusing. It didn't work, and you even like reconnected it to the PC where you could use it, yeah. as it was intended, but switching it back, it didn't remember it, and just... yeah, it, You couldn't even assign buttons from here. Exactly, some, was something was, was really wrong. Somehow some buttons weren't working at all. And it seems like this, the Steam Link that is designed to work with Xbox controllers should like not be the problem, but solve the problem, right? Yeah. <laughs> ah, well. Weirdly enough. So we only saw the intro. And yeah, like the first few steps you can walk until you have to jump, which Jumping. didn't work. <laughs> Jumping didn't work. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we gave up, like any good gamer would do. But it was a fun intro, I thought. it. You could skip it. We tested that as well. It was a bit quiet too. Um, it was, yeah, it was weirdly quiet. There was no no soundtrack for most of the, yeah. most of the thing. So the and game no, was quiet. No voice we as well. So yeah, this is... Yeah. Oh. I <laughs> was <laughs> trying it out. Yes. Yeah. Now I could jump. <laughs> then when he's coming back, it's not working anymore. Yeah. So yeah. So we switched it over to one of my favorites of ever. Is the day of the tentacle, which is cool, and I see we're looking at intently. Yeah. Wait, but this says that you can. Object that's what highlight. I. That's what I tried. I read about this. But that's a PlayStation controller. Yeah, that's a, maybe we should have like changed the control. Anyway, <laughs> do you wanna skip to us playing? Ah, uh, sure. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So I never played uh, Day of the Tentacle before. So rudely. Yeah. Uh, not much I can say in defense of that, to be honest. All right. Uh, I wanted to finish Maniac Mansion before. Trying the of the tentacle and mm. always failed. Not sure if this makes it any better. But I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Me too. I love uh, this game. It's so beautiful for the pixel art, it really. Yeah, and one thing that we talked about there also was how bad it suddenly looks when it's, you know, made into vector graphics. Yeah. Because that looked pretty like the pixelation does a lot for this. Somehow, yeah, gives it more. Yeah, kind of, you can more... you can see that it's hand drawn, kind of. It doesn't feel like it's a curve. Everything. Yeah, it seems like that there's a person involved, and then the upgraded one it just loses. This is very detailed for this pixelation, but the upgrade is just as it's smooth as hell every edge, but it's not mm. more detailed, and I feel like that makes it look cheap. Like a cheap vector animation 
rather than a really good one or a hand-drawn yeah, one. Like the, the old Flash games, I think, is exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Ah, Wait. Ah, oh, Jesus. Wait for what? See what I did there? You didn't transition? So, here's what we've been looking at. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the heck. Vendesil, you should have told us <laughs> you're making fools of ourselves here. Maybe it's this way I'm always trying to talk not too visually, so the people who listen to it on Spotify or something aren't excluded. Maybe it wasn't immediately obvious that I'm referring to something that we're seeing. <laughs> Man. I don't know. But yes, this is the... Oops. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as long as it looks Apologies. Or sounds like intended. <laughs> Apologies. Well, I guess you didn't really miss anything. Yeah, just uh, a nice pixel art we're talking about. Yeah, no, there was a brief thing where we showed the the other game. All oh, right, where we got stuck, and this is mostly of what it looks like. I guess we <laughs> referenced the intro briefly. Oh no! Oh, this took a long time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, so there, quick quick view of that and yeah and then yes so you were just saying you have not played it and stuff. it's really fun <laughs> it's weird coming back to to an adventure that looks like that has like this kind of humor but you don't know yet mm. it's really refreshing but it does kind of miss out on the nostalgia I have like for the other games. And I wonder if I could like create that by playing this game more and more and then like if I play it now through then in a couple of years it will have the same kind of feeling. Will. <laughs> Give it 10 years. Maybe. And I do kind of kind of wonder or kind of want to finish the game we should because it's it's really nice it's just a nice fun game <laughs> fun absolutely adventure. yeah it has this nice comic atmosphere it's not too silly but it's kind of serious but on a silly side do you know what i mean i mean it get it's a it's about like saving the world but it's not I mean it's silly but it's not dumb. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> <laughs> it's some really good really good fun. And I just kind of feel you you notice the the Tim Schafer element. He has this particular sense of humor. Hmm. And how that yeah. I enjoy that. Everything voiced. That's so nice, yes. Apparently first one of the first games that, that was voiced completely. Yes. And it does make like a great uh, difference. Although the, the voice actress partly don't really seem to know the situation they are voicing right now. So that you kinda see that. But if this is like the first time 
they they made this. I guess there's some learn curve to be expected, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was in like one or two scenes that one of the especially the the, the side characters. Like mm. I think it was that the the weird guy with the stamps. He had sort of where he was supposed to be upset and shouting or he was like red and shouting yeah, but the right, voice actor yeah. was like oh I'm very upset right now that kind of tone where I just figure they probably didn't see the animation so yeah. they know they're supposed to be upset but they don't see oh that level of upset and uh, so I think that a couple of these look like this and I also know this problem from having worked at the Delic because that was like as like always the case you would That's get lines and then yeah. they never see it Nobody's apparently there to tell them, or even if they are, they don't know. It seems for sure sometimes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah. I remember doing that as well for another game I worked in as a contractor, uh -huh. where I listened in, and then uh, they didn't have the game in front of them. They just had lines, and then then I, I had to remember where this line was in the game, mm -hmm. the situation, and I could tell them, "Yeah, you're just." Now very excited, and we tried a couple of times, but it's really it's it's tough. Sure. If you can't see the game, I, I think you you really should for this kind of work. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I also think it's that's nice. What uh, that's what's nice about uh, Watch It Eye games, you know those mm. they did like the Blackwell series. Uh, I think they published Techno Babylon. Mm. Uh, Unavowed recently came out. All the the Blackwell uh, games, I love them. I know, really of them. Yeah, they're awesome. That's an awesome series. And Dave Gilbert is the guy who makes them, like with a small team. But he also records all the dialogue himself. So he oh okay you know, hires actors or has some friends uh, um, who are actors. I mean, I know for example that uh, one of his regulars is the same one. From Primordia, the little robot, mm -hmm. uh, Crispin. <laughs> he also Crispin. voiced the ghost character in the Black Wall. You have the okay. woman with the ghost companion, and he also voiced him. Also yeah. very neat. And so I guess he can. He knows what he what can the game is he's game. making, yeah. and so he can like get the because he's doing it himself. I feel like it's very necessary that there's a person who yeah. knows what's happening or is like invested enough to. Yeah. Like properly directed, like a proper director, because I know that we also like sent some guy with <laughs> with them to record it. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he like knew the game inside out, so I don't know what the point of that was. Because okay. he was just, I don't think he was involved. It was just a friend of our boss or something. Okay, that's something that, weird. <laughs> or like a producer type person, you know. I'm saying uh, that, that he just invited some random guy off the street. I mean, just that he wasn't like, I never saw him again at the company. I saw him like twice. And so it was like he came to visit. Okay. Maybe from another company. I don't know. I am. It I sounds, It's been a long, it was a long time. And sometimes a producer would be with them, but very rarely would be like the actual, hmm. or I would, I don't know. I don't actually know if like Kevin went a couple times as well because they, they did real recordings and things because of this issue hmm. but yeah. yeah it just seems that there was it, it just needs a dedicated person who like actually knows what's what like a yeah like a proper director you always need a director to figure 
or what the actors have to do. <laughs> so that should be interesting if we ever get into that. And yeah, especially if we're thinking about, you know, going into this sort of 3D adventure, yeah. maybe with actors. I just get some PTSD from thinking about this too much. Because <laughs> I remember we had like multiple Excel sheets with the lines and then mm. we were working on them until the last day before <laughs> they should be uh, recorded and then somehow the the wrong sheet got there and they didn't do all the lines and uh, someone was it was someone's fault not my of course oh no <laughs> no 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 oh that was Never horrible that was horrible yeah well probably especially when we talk localization or something it sounds like it's gonna be some work i wonder if you should really like just play the whole game like all the dialogues and um like record them and then do it like they would record their voices to like a movie is this too much work to do because that seems like the only way you could really make sure that the the voice actors know the situation they really can't see it. I mean, that sounds like too much work. Yes, I think. Like if I if I'm planning this now, and I'm kind of, I mean, obviously, if we're kind of looking into motion capture and stuff, that's surely a different process. Is then you you need like an actual performance and we'll probably record it there. But in, would you record the sound, the audio as well there? I mean, especially if we want to do some sort of face capture, then you also need the actual audio. Yeah, yeah I see the I see the reasoning. I just wonder if they would be equipped to do that. No, but I think that's part of it. Is it? Because it's like I also feel capture. like. <laughs> yeah, but it's really, but it's you're capturing specific. still a performance. I mean, what would be the point of capturing the exact lip movement if you don't capture the sound as well? And aren't they always wearing like one of these like announcer? Like talk, host, well, TED talk, microphones. Sure, I should have seen that. I'm not sure if they always do that. I guess only if there's dialogue. But <laughs> I feel like I've seen Willem Dafoe and Ellen Page with one of those cool headset type. Oh. Or maybe that's just a guy next to it with a boom. I mean, it's possible. Maybe you just shoot it like a movie. Hmm. And, uh, but either way, I think... If I would plan this, I would either, depending on how I want to do this, right? Do I want the animators to decide the performance or do I want the actors to decide the performance? Is either you animate it first and then let them dub it or you just let them do a performance and then animate everything mm. according to the performance that they set. But either which way, because I think the problem in part is they're supposed to dub is something but the work is not done yet for them to see it so everything yeah. happens at the same time so they're doing a performance that they don't know what this is going to be and they're doing one without knowing what this is going to be mm. and suddenly you have to do, put two different performances together and just hope it works <laughs> you also would need voice actors who are able to do the motion acting as well so you need actors yeah 
Yeah, <laughs> they do talk sometimes. <laughs> can, can they now? Uh, hmm. But but either which way sounds very expensive. <laughs> what I would for sure want to do is direct the whole thing. Hmm. I'm not happy to just send this off with a rough script and a Skype call or whatever. I can go with them. <laughs> um, I would want to. Of course, I would want to direct this. I mean, it's basically an interactive movie. Of course, I want to direct the movie. <laughs> and, but I think even then, I guess it could happen that sometimes things don't quite. Like if you do scene by scene, you will have to do changes. Yeah. Yeah, scene by scene can mess you up, kind of. It's also something I had with the, with the production two years ago, that we were doing it, we were rehearsing it for each scene, mm. and then putting it all together. It was such suddenly such a slog, because everything was so angry and oh, okay. and uh, the entire time for each scene that made sense, but putting them all next to each other yeah. makes it into an it's only rage <laughs> the entire time. You know? <laughs> Yeah, and that was can imagine. So yes, and putting it together, we had to like walk everything back and change everything, and so that's. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I have to. I have to contact a lot of people and get quotes and stuff to like see what this would cost. I'm a little bit afraid, <laughs> but we'll see. I already saw in a in an example that may have been exaggerated, but I saw like twenty thousand. A motion capture project. Oh, I don't doubt it. And that's, that would be just motion. Uh, but it would be doable, I guess, with the funding. Yeah, questions always like, where do you want to invest the money? And what do you get from it? And I think motion capture might not be like the wrong, the wrong alley to really put a lot of money in if it really. Yeah, especially I was also thinking like expresses itself in the game as well. Like, I think that could be really it's cool. very noticeable, good animation. But it could like go like completely wrong as well, right? Mm. <laughs> we could try it, and it's gonna be the worst thing you ever seen. And we just take it all out again and use just mix of more <laughs> animations instead. <laughs> I doubt that would happen. In neither way we would have captured the voice performance, so it's fine. Um, I don't know, I think that it would, if we figure out basically a pipeline, if we know how it works, what it costs, um, if we can maybe even grow in that sort of direction, that's basically what I want to see if I can you know, sell this in the application, because they always want to see growth and stuff, mm -hmm. right, and what it does for the, for the yeah. region and things like that. Um, is I mean, for one, it would be cool if we could make a bunch of games like this because I think they're very appealing. I have like three ideas ready to go right now that are like this. Okay. Um, and and if we could like build sort of the, first of all, we could do pretty much anything with that. And what if we eventually get so good at this stuff and we make some money and we build our own motion capture studio and then make lots of money <laughs> providing these services for other people? So you, I have a so long that, time plan. That sounds like 
Our best investment would be to try to make it ourselves, like buy eventually two, buy two suits, the equipment you need, and then just do it here. Like you, you get one, I get one, <laughs> and then we play just every role in the game. And I figured that that would be a step when we have everything else figured out, when we know how everything works. I know, so because you think we, we would... should. You should look at how professionals do it first before yes. we try it ourselves so first we mm. try to work with it like what's the data we're getting how yeah, are we working yeah. with it how does this process work how could we do it better <laughs> exactly then we figure out um mm. what are they doing on their end because obviously you don't just record the tracking you have to solve it you have to clean it up all those yeah. kinds of things like how difficult are they then maybe we buy ourselves like a starter set of just a couple cameras Maybe just what you need for VR. I wonder if we can can find like YouTube tutorial right now that oh, would just sure. like show us how to do it in Unity. Probably. I'm just saying, you know, and with time and with confidence and with money, yeah. we can maybe, you know, get basically just go the next couple of steps. Mm -hmm. Like basically build ourselves the infrastructure that we need to not you know, outsource that, but to maybe even use it as a kind of side hustle. Yeah. That's a thought I think I've heard before <laughs> from one of the, my previous bosses. They didn't manage to do it, but hey. We are we're getting funding. We're very good at many things, so maybe we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, we, are still, we still have our company. <laughs> so... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That would be kind of cool. I mean, I would love to experiment with this stuff, but paying very much money for an experiment is difficult, right? And like even... But that's where you get like prototype funding for, right? Exactly, exactly. I was just thinking in like future terms, like if we eventually had our own mocap studio. Hmm. Um, that would just be neat to have for like just playing around with it. Like, yeah, doing just nonsense where it's like, usually you have to think, is this really like a viable project to, does it pass the culture thing? <laughs> the culture check. Yeah, the culture test is, is, I think it's very easy if you like make everything in Germany. You basically... But you know what I mean, right? Just for, just for like a dumb hmm. idea based on a dream you had last night that's not going to be cool next week, you know, is yeah. you would not shell out money for that. But if you had like this thing, it doesn't cost you anything to like waste your time, then that would be really neat. <laughs> that's what I wish for a lot of things to just have stuff and not being in this position of having to figure out how to best invest my money here and there. And... Mm. Uh, anyway, the Date of the Tentacle. <laughs> a great game. Great game. So the time aspect is really, really nice as well. Mm. So you have like three people, one in the present, one in the past, one in the future. Yes. Get to control them. Interesting that you, you start just with uh, the past and the present. So that's uh, how far we got in that, like two hours, one hour, two hours. Me clicking away. <laughs> yeah, the thing is that she's stuck in a tree. Right, yeah. So, 
Ah, I have to get rid of the tree <laughs> so she doesn't get stuck there. Yeah. Of course. You even, yes. you even kind of interacted uh, with that puzzle already, yeah. if you remember. There's a tree outside and you've talked to George Washington. Ah, about the cherry tree. So I have to make sure it looks like a cherry tree. So yes. He, so he goes and chops it yeah. to show <laughs> Because he's only chopping cherry trees, which is probably... Family tradition, yes. Yeah, relevant, historically correct. Probably true. Yeah. Probably. It seems they have a couple of things in there that are actually... Yeah, like the factoids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can play off. That obviously we don't know. But... Uh, we know very little things. It's sad, but true. Um, yeah, that was fun. We should, yeah. Continue. Please yes, finish. we should make some food. We're having enchiladas again because <laughs> we just could not get enough. <laughs> and then we should just stream some more. Hmm. Because it is fun and I actually want you to finish it because it is cool. And then you can always think back to this time where you had to sleep on my couch. <laughs> Played one of the best games. Yeah. Uh, Every time I see the game, I will think back on this time in my life. <laughs> With much fondness. <laughs> yes. <sighs> so, I guess, does that bring us to our topic of the week? Well, if you look at it, you have a very neat UI. It's very old school. I think like the... Ah, the verbs you have in the game, mm -hmm. um, they're very pretty, but not really very readable. And you can see that if you go to the advanced or like the new graphics, that they also put like every every thing as an overlay, mm. which is also an improvement. Ah, I agree to disagree. To the topic of... Uh, Bad UI experiences. <laughs> huh? Yes, this is what I wanted, right? I think so. <laughs> Worst UI experiences. That's uh, true. Yeah. I think we, we can we can immediately go to browser, right? Oh. Because we probably want to look at some examples. I guess. Well, then I didn't have to. Well. Well. Ah, oh, well. Wait. No, this is already all set up. Wow, very confusing. It's a taxing job, this streamer yeah. business. Okay, what is the example we're looking at? Okay, so should I start with? Okay, um, what? I have a couple. I have a couple um, with differently bad experiences mm -hmm. and some good experiences as well uh, yeah it was kind of a tough topic wasn't it yeah i i can't really think of much because i generally pay no attention to it mm. so it has to be like really 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 offensively bad and i can't remember that has happened <laughs> well then maybe we should start with what you should know, at least a little bit. Okay. Arcanum. I think that is my worst UI experience. That's bad? Oh yeah, that's bad. 
that's really bad but um let's take a look so wait let me look for large images so in general i think the interesting thing with uh arcanum is that this is a great game that i had a lot of fun with but every time i i'm stumped with how bad the ui is how um abstruse and how weird some decisions uh, and how very unintuitive why can't i just open this most of that is i think you can oh you're Wait. searching with google oh, okay oh, okay it's still blurry but i uh, guess we can sort of see the ui okay. That's big, too big, right? <laughs> anyway. Hmm. Well, that's... That's not working. Oh. That's weird. Yeah, I was thinking about maybe finding some, some Let's Play or something. But that would also be cut off at the bottom. All right. So here we just... What about the picture is cut off at the bottom? Oh. That looks better. Which, let me see how this is. If I do this, what? Not the link. Just want to open the image. I think most of the games that really had bad UI are. Oh wow! Old. I can you can just zooming on the phone is difficult. Oh, okay, <laughs> so maybe that's enough then. See, the thing with the role-playing games is that you have like a lot of stuff you that does play a role, and it's hard to really decide which which is the most important stuff that should get the most space. Uh -huh. And most of my grievances with UI is is basically that they don't use the space very well. Uh huh. So in that case. Um, you can see on the left on the right you have your health bar and your mana bar but then you can see <laughs> just a range of different um, buttons differently sized different icons of course um, you can see right of the health bar this shield mm -hmm. I think that's a toggle button to decide if you're in combat or not Ah, okay. So you could like start a combat before walking over to, because they had, they had, astonishingly, three different kinds of combat: <laughs> turn-based, real-time, and and something in between, I think. Uh, which all work differently and mean your equipment is differently useful, because the speed in which you you hit or like the damage you do per hit changes with these variables i think like in in real time they just hack 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 mm -hmm. while uh, turn-based like each hit takes significantly more time i've never played a turn-based <laughs> i always do because i feel like it's much more forgiving much fairer yeah i always play real time 
Um, then un under under the, the toggle you have your money because that that's something you need to know on your hut all the time. Mm -hmm. um, left would be repair, I think, repair button. Um, uh, beneath the money and right of the the right button beneath the money is stealing, which is an action. <laughs> then um, in the middle, at the bottom you have uh, your uh, toolbar or your action bar. You can put in like spells. I think there are. Uh, you can put in items you have to quickly use with the um, numbers. Underneath you have um, a description field that's always like black unless you you hover over something it can give you information about. Then on the right side you have the three um, what is that like ability tiers the magical abilities like spells and stuff then your skills which is the key i think and the bottom one would be mechanical mechanical skills like using tech creating stuff and then at the top top right side you have uh, the day of the uh, the the time of the day not in a normal clock of course but a nice pictogram that changes when it gets dark. You can see the, the sun rising, I think, at that point. Then there is a button that doesn't have an icon, but on the left side you can see there is an um, hourglass. I, I think you can push that button to pause, maybe? <laughs> or to sleep. Or oh, to sleep. sleep, yeah, yeah, it's to sleep, right, exactly. Then See, I can read this fine. <laughs> the, the, the middle upper thingy, I don't even know. There are three slots I can see. I don't know why, why there are three or what they are. Maybe, maybe it's effects. Maybe it's effects if you're like... Um, Burning. For example. Then on the left side, there is another button and this infinity sign. Or maybe it's a mask and two. So... Um, I think these are like godly favors, favors I think. Um, when you do a skill especially well, so you roll a one basically, you get one of these and you can use them on your next skill roll. Because everything in the, in the game I think is rolls. For example, if you want to... Um, charm somebody but you want to be really sure that you have a good chance you, you can use one of those you think that sounds like a too complicated mechanic that, yeah but it's in the game are you sure that's in the game yeah I've never counted that i have never used that as well but i found and out you think that's reading like about your, it like your skill points that you can spend or something no 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 <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's not that yeah uh and then you on the left upper side you have your first one on the left to right is options or your menu, then your lock, then the next thing would be your character sheet and then the inventory. 
and of course you have like multiple characters um, that are on the left side listed and I think you can everyone has a character sheet and an inventory and if you want to access it you have to talk to them <laughs> yeah, I think in a new in the new version like the the one I'm playing or maybe that was a mod you can go and right click on the face as well and go to the inventory directly but when the game came out you had to talk to your followers to see their character sheet and to see their inventory and of course they can carry stuff for you then you have to take it back <laughs> um, that was always like a huge mess because you don't have that much uh, space in your inventory and you find like lots of stuff and you never know what you want to keep what could be useful what can't be useful most of the things have some use and you have to find out if you want to be a tech character who needs like the springs or like herbal guy who needs all the herbs uh, it's just so much it's it really is much especially with you can go technical or magical and you need different skills for that and they're like the abilities in between uh, the three fighting mechanics they implemented it's it's really it's a lot <laughs> but this interface is not making it easier and as you can see there's a lot of uh, like things that make it look like it's uh what's it called uh steampunky just to make it look steampunky oh. but it uses like a lot of space you, you don't have to cover up if you like <laughs> don't need to but that was how interfaces were done back in the day <laughs> you had your game view and then you put everything around to frame your interface and yeah it's not really it's a really good design but it's really it's really so confusing as well and if you if you go into inventory or the character screen that's that's even it's not a lot of it's not it's not better let's just leave it at that <laughs> it's not better if you want to throw away stuff you you need to draw uh, to drag it on a special um slot and then you, you would uh, throw it on your feet but you can't like just drag it outside the window uh, stuff like that it's just it's it makes everything you can do a lot of things and they manage to to enable you mm -hmm. to do that with the interface but everything just takes a lot of time is mostly needlessly complicated or you just need you just don't need it that much and don't need to see it like all the time while you play the game so it's just weird amount of screen size it takes off hmm yeah but it's a great game but really really bad ui experience i see so is this your worst one? It's the worst one I, I really play and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have, as I said, I have trouble spotting that unless it smacks me in the face. And usually I'm just fine. It's just, oh, okay, that's what the game looks like. <laughs> um, 
So I usually can't think of much. I mean, the only thing that comes sort of to mind is that I don't like the menus in the 2008 Prince of Persia, the cel-shaded one. Yeah. Somehow they feel like they're slow and clunky. Hmm. You know, it's a sort of an animation in between. If you click on something, sometimes you have to click twice. It seems like it first needed to select it and load the background image or something. But that's, you okay. never have to interact with it unless you're <laughs> starting the game, so it's not really that bad. <laughs> I like that the game itself doesn't have any hard elements outside of how many uh, light things you've collected. Hmm. Hmm. So bad UI. Like even like when we talked about, uh, or when Red King did the Morrowind one. Yeah. And I wouldn't have noticed that it's weird. <laughs> I mean, it is weird now that I think about it, but I wouldn't have noticed because I would have just been like, oh, yeah, that's Morrowind. Yeah. I stumbled over Morrowind again when I researched bad UI for this. <laughs> and apparently, Morrowind had the best UI. Oh, did it? Yeah, apparently. Like, I don't know, fans of Morrowind, uh, I, I did you wrong, maybe. It was just like looking at it without being able to interact. It, it really looked like it didn't take all the space it could have in places like the dialogues. Uh -huh. And it felt really weird. And it all, everything is boxed and really very delicate and very UI. Just like not very, not trying to be anything but UI. Um, not integrated into the, the rest of the game, I guess. But apparently you can you can open a lot of stuff in, in the UI and it, it's just all windows and you can like um, drag the map somewhere you want it to be. You can scale the map. You can open your inventory and, and scale it as well. And then you will have... No, it's yeah. not, is that Morrowind? That's no, Morrowind style UI. Oh. For Elder Scrolls, <laughs> Which, <laughs> apparently people want Elder Scrolls to have a Morrowind style UI. Hmm. Yeah, I think you need to do UI or interface or the menu. I would say a menu. Oh yes, right. Well, is this not what you were? Is this not more? This is Morrowind, right? Yeah, that's Morrowind, and I think you can see that that's like multiple windows. Yeah, it's can, basically Windows. Yeah, you can close them individually. You can just fill it up. And I, I guess if it just like remembers how big you made your windows, and if you open them again, it just appears at that position. It's, mm -hmm. That's rather neat. That sounds like a good example then. Yeah, kind of does. But and I guess then, this is the thing that's a bit weird. Yeah, that's what I like because, you know, It feels weird that, that sort uh, of a list. <laughs> yeah, but but the idea behind like you have some words you can ask them about. I, I really like, but that the dialogue is sort of like captured in this window feels just weird because it should be like part of what you are experiencing and not like a separate thing from the game that needs to be in a frame. I mean, maybe this was a. You know, kind of continuation of interactive fiction. 
where you had certain keywords that would elicit responses and, and instead of trying them they just list them all yeah then you click it and i guess they were too far along into the development when gothic came out a year earlier and did the dialogue systems like we know them now i don't know although they, they, I, they I, still do that right isn't skyrim also kind of yeah with the list but that's your response no 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 right no no you you have res we have responses yeah but it's a list of responses and then you you kind of scroll through it to select but it's still a list it's still the same thing uh no it's it's complete sentences you 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 react to what you are told it's not like you ha only have one but in principle and and get infos about it okay hold on skyrim yeah, but Skyrim is, is the next thing, yeah. Because a lot of people were upset about the Skyrim interface. Because it was optimized for controller. Oh, was it? Yeah. Huh. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind much. it at all. I mean, it was a bit think, weird with the tabs that you have to go through. Yeah, I think the interface, uh, the inventory was something a lot of people were upset about. Dialogue. Although I, I wonder if they even changed a lot of stuff there. Yeah, look at this. They still have a list of things you can say. But they, you always have a list of things you can say. It's just that, that that's on the right side and yes. underneath numbered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> still the same thing. No. <laughs> it's the Not exact the same, same thing. thing. You it's have the text something completely different. It's completely it's the just same thing. Also a list. There's a list on the right that makes it the same thing. No. Immoral, it's you have literally keywords. no different. Keywords. Just because they wrote they are longer the keywords. they're always the same keywords. They're always the same. You and still you have some stuff that you can say on the you right. You can ask everyone about the same keywords. You can't in Skyrim. You only have well, that's dialogue it's, choices. That's because it's an evolution. Mm. Now you can respond you know contextually but it's still the same thing <laughs> no <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> so skyrim and oblivion as well was was brought up as a bad example of ui um i kind of liked skyrim the ui and i think i didn't mind the oblivion one too much when i played it but looking back at it that's another ui so again elder scrolls <laughs> what why are these confusing so this is all something else oblivion darn ui yeah i'm not sure what that is oblivion i just type menu and see if that brings something up like this no that's just ah well you can see a little bit of it yeah really much yeah, so that that's what part of the the problem was for a lot of people that the interface only takes up like part of your screen all the time, and uh, often there's like a lot of information there, and you would want to use the whole screen because they had this idea that you can always see your character. You, you waste half of the screen every time. Oh. <laughs> Bolivian, not only a game apparently. Uh, was this top oh, yeah, top, 
left. Yeah. So this is the right one now. Exactly. As you can see, I mean, they could have at least made that window like higher because the top one, you don't need to see the ceiling at that point. And obviously there's enough items there you can scroll through that that would be a nice thing. Also the contrast between the numbers and the backgrounds and all that great all the time. And then at the bottom, it's really, really, sorry. Um, Wait, press the wrong together. Windsor says, let's see what you have prepared. <laughs> Just gonna comment that with Roffel. Um, I can understand why people do not like the Skyrim UI. Inventory management was extremely tedious. Yeah. I believe you are true, uh, right? Correct. What you say is true. Mm. And you are correct. All them good things. But yeah, it's again one of those things where I just did it because that's the game. Yeah. Somehow. You can't accept that stuff, but I can't. <laughs> I just find it it's to me like an. Oh, okay, so this is the, the cost of playing. <laughs> actually. I'm frustrated by the UA should not be part of the game. Actually, the one thing that I could think of is the UI in Tomb Raider 2 of the new one, mm -hmm. like the rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, I can't say what it is exactly, but somehow it feels clunkier to me than in the first part. Hmm. It's... Wait, let me see if I can find that one. Um, I'm gonna take a leak. Now I have to be entertaining by myself. Like always. <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, let's see. Do we... Can we see some of the crafting menus or some, some such... Uh, no, that's not the menu I want. Where's the menu I want? Reveal yourself. So this looks familiar. That's the map. That's fine. Oh, okay. So, no, that's the... F Is that not the first one? Because this looks to me like the first one. But maybe it isn't. Maybe it is. Um, ah, here. Yeah, I guess it is this. Because, you know, you have... So you have these menus. You can upgrade certain things. And you have a couple of categories here. And then when you go into the category, you have these lists. Um, but you can't unlock all of them. You can only unlock the ones that are at a certain level. And then you have to unlock like eight out of category one, and you can do this in Brawler or in Survivor or whatever. Um, but I found myself, or like when you craft, it kind of looks similar. Ah, yeah, here you can see you can only select one. Um, but I would find myself taking just a longer time working through the menus. So it's. It's also hard to remember 
Or maybe I was more annoyed that all the abilities were boring. Something about me bothered me. Like, I had to go through, anytime I got a skill point, I went through looking all, at all the available skills again. And somehow that was not, it does not feel as good as in the first one. But now that I think about it, maybe it was because the skills are kind of boring, yeah. Anyway, I always felt like that. I always felt like that. Uh, was I talking about how the menu is crap? <laughs> <laughs> It just felt slow. I felt bogged down using the menus. Mm. And then it didn't help that all the skills are boring. <laughs> so I had to reread all of them all the time. But the first one, I was not that. I liked upgrading stuff in the first one. I think the, the challenge of making a UI that's working for console players, but that you, you can give PC players as well, really... Mm limits i think how much both can go and usually it feels like the console players get a better treatment there and you know i guess what we were talking about yesterday also counts i feel like the the day of the tentacle um remaster that also allows controller is lacking some features for mm. i mean it might be that it's designed for playstation but i also didn't see like precision movement mm. is at the very least I would expect that the game allows you to because the the sensitivity is yeah. like regular but sometimes you have to hit the exact uh, very, item on the dialogues and stuff it does scale with how far you go but uh, it's really weird and it's it's a bit too fast always but not fast enough when Sometimes, you need to yeah. go <laughs> big distances, yeah. Yeah, I think that should have, for mm. one, allowed you to select the verb with the D-pad. That you, would have been great. Yeah. You just cycle through and you don't have to go down and up again. You just cycle through so, and then yeah. select it and you use it. And, I mean, I feel like I've seen this in one of the remasters. I think um, for that PC you, you had like shortcuts all the time. You yeah, could you could use... The, the, yeah, you press it O for open and stuff like that. Exactly. So that worked, yeah. yeah. And the other thing was, I at least know something where you like press a trigger and then it goes into like precision mode, that the mm. cursor then goes slower. Mm. Something small like this, just to make it more usable from the um, controller. Though what I did see in the PlayStation controller layout, mm. that one of the, that the other stick should basically cycle through the hotspots. Oh, okay. Something like that. But on the Xbox controller, they both do the same, so I don't know. How that? But yeah, I feel like there were a couple of things that did just didn't work well for the controller, or could be better for the controller. Hmm. Yes. What do you have? Do you have another one? Um, one last one. <laughs> one last one. Well, I think like Dwarf Fortress is always like an example for bad UI, but it's just a no idea what that complicated looks like. game, and I think you need like a lot of shortcuts or like um a lot of stuff is mapped to what dwarf fortress yeah dwarf fortress uh, a lot of stuff is, mo is mapped to like different keys and you just have to learn the keys yeah 
Oh, so this is this is Dwarf Fortress? Yeah. Why did you tell me about this the other day? Uh, that was um, something interesting that it does. No, that is like one of the games uh, we ha we talked about. Um, favorite games we never played. And I have no desire to play. But wasn't there something interesting that they do with generation or yeah, story or exactly that's it's it's a game that's basically all generated and it's got a lot of rules a lot of stuff and then you pl play follow a bunch of dwarves there and they have characters they um, have desires and everything's simulated so it's like an immersive sim um, roguelike uh -huh. and it's like hugely immersive with the, the amount of stuff that's in there i mean they i think they started with minecraft when minecraft came out the dude was already working on dwarf fortress i think minecraft might have been even inspired by dwarf fortress ah. and he's still working on it as far as i know <laughs> adding stuff and yeah you, you can there are like curses you can like all your dwarves can get uh, become vampires and that changes the whole game and they can die of illnesses of various kinds um it's apparently a very very interesting game but it looks just so hard to get into <laughs> i really have no desire to try Trey, interesting indeed huh. so when so says if you want another bad example you can look up the weapon menu for soul caliber 4 Ah, uh, we shall do that. Libra of Soul mode. Well, that's that's a mouthful. And if you like some reference, you can look up a YouTube series called Good Design, Bad Design. I also, in Googling yeah. bad UI, I found a site that is deliberately bad as <laughs> a... Wait. Okay, let's look at Soul Calibur and then quickly friend of mine's huge soul colorful fan and every time we come together for our land party he brings his gamecube and we play some soul colorful or was it was it gamecube i don't know yeah and i think that every character has, has one main weapon and then you can get different alternatives and i think there was something about like the souls of weapons. <laughs> Soup. But yeah, I, I always just played versus. Huh? Oops. Okay. So this one? Maybe. Well, uh, that is oh, so colorful. This one? That's also so colorful. Oh, is this a weapons menu? I think so. It is six, not four. What? Right. What does it mean? It's uh, sort of oh. caliber six. Oh, I miss. But yeah, it's the same screenshots. Okay, so wait. But 
this has Libra of Souls in it. So mm -hmm. is this what you mean? Is this the bad menu? <laughs> is that the bad menu? Well, I, as how, I said, how, I am how? unable to tell. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look particularly good. It looks fine to me. It's a menu. <laughs> it is. It is a menu. And, okay, so, what was that called? It was called user in your face. Yeah, that is. User in your face. <laughs> so, we could... Hi and welcome to User In Your Face, a challenging exploration of user interactions and design patterns. Nice. To play the game, simply fill in the form as fast and accurate as possible. So that doesn't work. Please click here to go to the next page. Only <laughs> here works. <laughs> Choose so, password. Then you get the question about the cookies a problem. Not really. But how can we help? That only goes up. <laughs> Wait, why is this in a way? So, and still only goes up. <laughs> nice. And when you send it to the bottom, it's very slow. <laughs> Your password requires at least 10 characters. Your password should have at least one capital letter. Your password must have at least one num numeral. Your password needs at least one letter of your email. Your password can have at least one. Cyrillic character? Okay. <laughs> Choose your password, it's already in. You have to accept the terms and condition. Yep. Lock? Lock. Ah, uh, try locking it. Close. <laughs> Next. Next Please do the, not forget to accept. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, and that doesn't work, of course, until... Oh, <laughs> the scrolling is unbelievably slow. Can I drag this? I don't think you can. <laughs> okay. I can. Very slowly as well. <laughs> Does this work? Can I press down? I can't. This agreement shall begin at the term and the day hereof. Okay. The following organizations may link to our website without prior written approval. Government agency search engines. Oh, These organizations. Online directory. These organizations. <laughs> Hurry up. By use of our covered name, uh -huh, iframes, without prior approval, reservation of rights, removal of links from okay, our website. This is genuinely irritating. <laughs> Disclaimer. To the maximum extent permitted by applicable law. Okay. So, next. I wonder if you have to put in an email. Nation. That's good as well. .org. This is okay. This is me. Please 
upload image, but you can only download the image on the bottom. <laughs> Choose three interests. Ah, uh, bottom, bottom right. Bottom right. Bottom right. Unselect all. Ah, nice. Purple. That's an interest. Toe. Tires. <laughs> Your age. <laughs> nice. Hey, number one, okay. <laughs> Invalid first name. First name is still placeholder. I think you just have to remove the dots, as that should be enough. No title selected. Unlock. <laughs> Ah, but you have four minutes again, so the time kind of changed. <laughs> Choose your country. By flag. By discolored flag. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to use this one. Oh, time is... Taking, but now you have five minutes. It, it counts up. Oh, it counts up, right. <laughs> Didn't even realize that. Age and birthday don't <laughs> Okay. Gender title don't match. Oh, is this not selected? <laughs> of course not. Almost done. Prove that you are a human. Select all pictures with a circle. Can you select all of them with a circle? With the bow. Okay. All pictures with the bow. So it's basically all. It's all. Is it all? All pictures, yeah. <laughs> nice. That's some bad UI. Yes. Anyway, right, we're doing something. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
Reserve. Alright. Okay, just gonna open somewhere else. Copy. Second image. Let me paste. Alright, go first. Ah, <laughs> uh, weapons menu. Oh yeah, it's... Oh. How small can you make the images? And obviously they have the they have similar images as well. Ah, yes, sure. Then it costs This like is totally bad. Differently kind of flames? Blue flames and red flames? Come on, you can see that that's not really helpful. I don't know the game. <laughs> yeah, but you should be able to look at an interface and know what, what it's supposed to tell you, right? Well, if I was playing it and knew what I was looking for, <laughs> maybe I would. I don't know what these numbers mean. What's a power? What do I need power for? See, I don't know the game. It's <laughs> so how can I possibly tell if this is bad or not? <laughs> Anywho, uh, it is a list for each weapon you found. It is really badly implemented. You can at least filter for weapon types, but if you have more than 15 weapons, it begins to lag and <laughs> loading times and scrolling becomes unbelievably slow. Okay, okay, I hear that. I don't like slow. <laughs> right. Let's get, get enough of that at home, which means me, because I'm... Anyway, <laughs> so what? Wait, what's happening? What am I doing? All right. More bad UI? Do we have bad UI? Ugh. Do you remember Far Cry 2? Yeah. Was that bad? No, it was good. Okay. It was good UI. You had like the, the map you took out and you could like still look around. Yeah, and you had true. like the... I really like the, the immersive UI. Totally got why why you can't see everything. Mm. I I do remember liking that. I guess also Dead Space is an example for exactly, interestingly yeah. implemented UI. Do you have a list of things you like there? Uh no. No. Okay. No list of things I like there. Because yeah, then I was gonna say then run through it. Because it is almost wrapping up time. Ah, you mean yeah. Well, I remain remember like the the old UIs of Ultima Online and the XCOM series, the old games. They were all very clunky as well. <laughs> if you wanna wanna see the UI over overflow, I guess you can search for uh, VOV, uh, wow, and then um, rate interface or UI. And then you can get some neat images. Uh, third one, I think. Or uh, one. No, it's not, uh, the next one, maybe. This one, yeah. And that's not. That's still a tame UI. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, things considered. Yeah, search for a UI instead of interface or screen. Just. Search for screen. I think that's that's how I found that last time. Because in um, 
World of Warcraft, they enabled you to kind of mod your own UIs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and for a big raid with like, I don't know, 40 people, if you are the healer, you need to have a nice interface that shows you all of their health and of your stamina and all that stuff. Yeah, I think the third one or the fourth, the fourth one could be something like that. Yeah, that's why you have like multiple green um, bars there. I think that that's a healer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it does look more like you're playing now an Excel sheet than a 3D game. <laughs> Buries the complete game. But you can see in the, in the background there's like a three-headed lava door. Mm. I think. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Anything else you need to get off your chest? Wanna, wanna have a look at my favorite UI? Okay. Fine, as, as a final thing. Yes. So Hearthstone. Yeah. I love Hearthstone for the UI. I can't play it anymore because it makes me too aggressive. Because I feel it's kind of, I don't know. I, I can't cope with the luck factor anymore. But they they just managed to make a game that's all feels contained in a box. And when you start the game, the, the box opens up. And then you have like your cards in there, and if you play against someone else, um, that's I think kind of an example. But that doesn't really look. Ah, it's part of the um, a tavern game, so that's not the actual game. But it looks pretty similar. It has it has the same style. I love the that it feels so. It feels very physical. Uh -huh. Everything seems to um, respect like the some sort of uh, universal rules about how things work. Basically, like yeah, you're looking again at, the, at something else. What? <laughs> it's not really in game. Yeah, that looks better. You can only see half of it, but they have like animated um, backgrounds as well. Everything with this kind of lens flare, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah, everything in the game is, is, feels very like physical thing, like something that has weight. Like in lots of, especially like lots of digital trading games. Nothing seems to have weight, but in Hearthstone, every card feels like it would weigh about like a kilo or something because it has like this thick uh, margin frame, um, like crystal that shows you how much mana it costs. Mm. Yeah, and I always feel like right at home when I start the game, but I had to deinstall it because. <laughs> I kind of keep playing and playing, but I've, I never feel like I'm as good as I should be in a game. But I really need to play a lot of it to get to that point. More than I actually can with holding a job and stuff. <laughs> so even a job as easy as ours. <laughs> or, yeah. None as flexible as ours. Yeah. 
I see. So, well, I guess this was the hoot out, I suppose. For today, yeah. Yes. I uh, think uh, picking uh, new topics uh, ah, see, yeah. should be still a part of it. Yes. But we have uh, made a minor change. Yeah, we'll talk about that next time. We're just not going to do any voting this week. We're going to do it live next time. Yeah. Uh, where is my topic generator? I have it somewhere. I know I do. There it is. So let me drag that into focus. No, switch back. There we go. <laughs> yeah. uh, still not dropping the ball. <laughs> yes. And did you notice we didn't explain anything today? Because you were going to hold us to that. Mm -hmm. right, he would. Oh. Yes, he said he'll hold us accountable or something like that. All right. So let's he see. Remembered. <laughs> Guilty pleasures. Nice. Okay. That at least I may be able to come up with something. That's the problem with this stuff. It feels like work now. I don't like this. Yeah. It's it kind of become work. Maybe we need to. We need to. Because we have to, this back. to play and think of topics and have it's to too think much. about a game. You know, I started this, I mean, obviously, so we can hang out and why not stream it at that point. Yeah. Uh, because we are so very interesting. So, you know, who are we to deprive people of that? Um, but it used to be, and that was like my stipulation for this, just let's just turn it on and talk. Yeah. And... I mean, you know, carting this equipment around, I guess. That's fine. Uploading it to all the different <laughs> platforms. That's not so bad. I mean, I, I am annoyed by this, that we have to do this every time, but it's okay. But then I only think about these topics like an hour before because I don't spend my week thinking about this. I get very, you know, like... Then suddenly it's Friday almost, and then on Thursday evening I remember, oh, shit, I was supposed to play something and to prepare something, and it's getting too much work. We didn't wait until Thursday again. <laughs> That's uh, not a good sign. Yeah, I think this is going to be something that we're going to dial back. I mean, we can give it a go, like a couple more weeks, but I feel like this is, this is the thing that's too much work. And yeah. we just have to go back to just talking because otherwise I think we're gonna stop doing the hoot out yeah it's too much <laughs> but I think the topping still works because you can't think of it like just an hour before and it's not too I mean much maybe work. we should do that there too if we do everything immediately that we select the topic at the beginning of the stream and then we just wing it because that's literally what I'm doing anyway right I guess it's fun too but then we we don't have like the the possibility of announcing the topic beforehand so people get excited as you can see you're all like so excited so many people here <laughs> excited about the topics yeah, like maybe, nobody, nobody maybe really it, cares maybe it wasn't a good topic as either i guess the ui experience could have been i don't know not the turn off for turn on for people uh, i mean if we do everything immediately then maybe it becomes less of a because I'm not supposed to prepare anything, so it can't be stressful. 
I am supposed to think of something in the moment. So like make this like a jam too. Here's the theme now. Talk about it. It should be like yeah. Should we generate a topic in the show or just like shortly before the show, and we could at least at least. I don't know if the announcement it. is that interesting. Let's just do it in the show, and okay. people can be like, "Ooh, what's this guy gonna be about?" <laughs> <laughs> because everybody is so yeah. excited for that. Anyway, so I guess we'll we have some things to yes talk jam talking jam yeah so that yeah we'll see we'll see how this goes but yeah I'm I'm, I'm starting to feel annoyed by it so <laughs> yeah that's probably not good so we need to walk back so we keep doing it at least <laughs> sounds reasonable yes alright so that was hoot hoot the hoot out we've got that's the thing and for me it got interesting in the end because this this interests me talking about this Everything else is kind of, oh, we have to talk about it because we... Star was interesting too. Yes, that the parts where I get to talk about what I want to talk about rather than things I have to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so Although anyway. That are kind of the, the, the parts where I get to talking, you know. Yeah, you like to be prepared yeah, and like have that. a plan and... Maybe, maybe just, I, I get a topic, <laughs> you can do whatever. No, you also need to improvise because you come here with your lists uh, of hundreds of things. That, that, that also gets... That's why we said last time we need to narrow it down to like a top five or something so it doesn't get... Because then you over-prepare and it's, then it's like people listening to homework. You know? <laughs> we want to we wanna avoid that. Yeah, it's true. Not just as you true. like doing homework. Yeah. So like anyway... Having done my homework, that's what I like. I don't like doing homework. Ah, having them. Yeah. Yes, good weekend to you too. Thank you, Renzo. And we'll see you next time. Actually, let's let's do this again, just for a very quick one. Join our Discord. I'm too lazy to post the thing, but just look around for it. I'm sure. Yeah, go to thewizardsinnotical.com. If you find a link to Steam, and on Steam you can see... There's a post about the Discord, and in that post, you can find a link to the Discord. If you're on YouTube right now, it is linked on our page up at the at the links in the logo. And if you're on Twitch, it might be it's, at the bottom, or someone forgot to edit. It's not. It's not in there. But it will be. By the time you watch this, it will be. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> looking forward for that. Sure. I guess we should actually stop streaming now. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye-bye. What? That was a transition. <laughs> okay. It was... Oh, that button is just highlighted. I thought that meant... My Bad UI button. experience. Oh, yes. OBS. Worst UI experience. Actually, it's kind of nice. Anyway. Is it, though? I like it. I like Topic it for another day. I like this one. Vanessa, do you also use OBS? Or do you use Streamlabs? Or something else? I guess there may be more than the two that I am aware of. <laughs> Yes, OBS. How do you do your, like, this person followed you and the chat in there and stuff? Is there, like, a thing for OBS? Because I think you told me that's only possible with Streamlabs. Yeah, that's what Streamlabs But I see does. it when you do it. So is this, like, a function here while we're debugging this show? <laughs>
because like the timer in the beginning, I like wrote my own program to update a text file because you can create a. This is something we could actually talk about in the Discord too. Ooh, yeah. there we go. Interesting. Um, Might be easier. But yeah, so it looked like I had to create a hack for updating a text file with the timecode, and then it reads the text from the text file. But I wouldn't know how that works for displaying the chat. Yes, good. So we will be maybe making some changes. Maybe. I don't know. We'll evolve. We basically were going to build a terrible hut through adding all the subscribes and the chat here, you know, and then over there, we're going to put the next voting and then here, maybe another Around logo here. or something. That would be and nice. And maybe some, would improve the visuals. Then maybe, maybe some ads in the middle just to get that extra revenue. Yeah. And yeah, that should be, that should be pretty cool. This is already great. So, you know, can we get better? All right. I'm on the correct button now. So again, this time for real. Because I'm really hungry, and I still gotta roll those enchiladas. You know. um, Until next time, thanks for watching. Bye bye. Bye.